If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. That's a lot of running. He getting us in shape, that's for sure. Uh, I thought I was in shape, but uh, I'm definitely going to be in football, football shape by the time we done preseason. That's for sure. That is Roy Robertson-Harris, Jacksonville Jaguars defensive lineman. They do run everywhere. Yeah. Guys don't like running. That's just ask Joe Looney. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, um, any further developments on Joe Looney? What happened? I don't think so. Just, all right. Uh, He's living life right now, man, not playing football. Good for him. Hey, well, if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. He went on <laughs> his own terms. More power to him, but you know how I feel about it? I feel like Daniel Jones had something to say about that. Hey, uh, Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp uh, play at 5 o'clock tonight or 5.05 first pitch. The pregame uh, scheduled for 4.50 right here on ESPN 690. We'll do this dance again today. Uh, we ended up going until 6 o'clock yesterday. It's not looking too shabby outside. Yeah, you said the rain chance were Might have dwindling. a foot in the parking lot already. Yeah, uh, the, the, the odds are dwindling. A little bit. Do we uh, need to get the chief on to have a full report? I think Burrish is busy. He's probably on right now, yeah, on the 4 o'clock Money Mike. Uh, yeah. How's your boy? Uh, by the way, a shout-out. We were talking Olympics. Uh, shout-out to Garrett Scantling at well, as well from Episcopal from Jacksonville. Finishes fourth in the decathlon and uh, had a couple personal bests in there. Just, uh, just shy yeah. of the podium. He's a cool story, you know. I mean, back in 16, he just missed making it to the Olympics. I think he was fourth in the trials, and that kept him out of the Olympics. And then he basically gave it up. He started working, started his career, and then he bounced back. I believe he had a tryout with the Jags. Well, he went workout. to the Falcons. He went to the Falcons. I know he went okay. to the Falcons, but I believe before that, I think he had a workout with the Jags. That part isn't written about as much because it was, you know, how some guys would just come. Like John Wolford had a workout with the Jags, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, it's just uh, they work out guys all, often. Mm-hmm. I believe Scantling did that, if my memory serves me right. And then he did end up getting like, you know, being a part of the Falcons for a bit. And then he wait, waits out a year of COVID and the Olympics getting pushed off. And well, now he's the best in the U.S. Yeah. in the decathlon and. Well, fourth best in the world by just a slim margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't catch a lot of it. It's at all different times, but I was it's following insane. along. Yeah. And it's over a couple of days. It's obviously a grueling thing. I would. I saw some, like Clayton Freeman was tweeting about it and kind of giving some of his um, personal bests or, or other things. Like, I know this. In the 1500, I think 1500 meters was the last event. He shaved nine seconds off his personal best. Wow. Nine seconds, which means he knew the bronze was in sight mm-hmm. and he was laying it on the line. You know, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you you get done with a, a football game or a sporting event. You're like, man, that guy left everything. Yeah. And most of them do anyway, but sometimes you can see it. 
Well, just that time of shaving nine seconds off a personal best. I mean, he just ran the trials a couple months ago. Yeah. So it's not like he hadn't run the 1500 in four years and he got that much better. Yeah. Uh, so incredible uh, effort by Garrett Scanlon. Cool family, too. Good people. And so uh, congratulations. Uh, a lot to be proud of for Garrett Scantling and all our local Olympians. My gosh, it's been great. I feel like whatever that guy chooses to do, he's going to be successful, though, because he's yeah. got a great personality. Like we talked to him a couple weeks ago um, on the other show. And, you know, it, it was because I asked him about the Falcons and what was that like in terms of, you know, like, what did you feel overwhelmed? And he said, like, as far as athleticism, he felt right at home. Like, they, they were actually shocked just, like, how good of a tight end he was. But where the problems came about was the mental part. It was trying to, you know, get the, the playbook down and, and the motions and you got to block here, you got to run this kind of route. That was the problem that he had. And it's something you kind of neglect a little bit because, like, let's be honest, you see NFL players, it's the, the, freakest, the, the freakest of the freaks in terms of athleticism. But then you, you sometimes neglect the mentality that you need to be successful as well. Yeah, uh, he's, uh, it's a pretty cool story, yeah. no doubt about it. And I know like Dressel getting five golds and Ryan Murphy's success in the swimming. We talk Eddie Alvarez, history made. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not a Jacksonville guy per se. Uh, DeGrasse, the, the guy that won, uh, what one did he win now? Was it the 200 meters, 400 meters? Sorry, I forget. I was watching the race. Americans finished second and third. He trains over, yeah, I tweeted this yesterday, he trains at UNF's world-class track. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a Canadian, mm -hmm. but he trains over here. It's just amazing. I mean, just the ties to the Olympics alone. Yeah. Be the 200-meter. Uh, was it the 200 that he won? And then he – how about the Americans last night not even qualifying in the 4 by one Isn't, 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 isn't the that finals. like the cursed event? It is. Yeah. It was actually – I was watching a little bit of Kevin Hart. did kind of a funny bit on it. But, was it him and Snoop Dogg? Uh, not Again? on that particular okay, bit, Kevin Hart. but okay. uh, 2004 was the last time I think they won the gold. They have had all sorts of problems since, mm -hmm. and and that's a premier race as a sprinter, right? Of course, it has a, for track and field. And Did you see what Carl they, Lewis they said: sixth in their in their qual in the qualifying. I mean, the yeah. semis. I mean, they weren't even close to, to getting in. What did you Carl, see what Carl Lewis, said? Lewis said about it? Nah. The USA team did everything wrong in the men's relay. The passing system is wrong, athletes running the wrong legs, and it was clear that there was no leadership. It was a total embarrassment, completely unacceptable hey. for USA team to look worse than the AAU kids I've seen. Hey, shots fired. Wow. Was this, was this on Twitter? It's not on Twitter. Carlos doesn't have Twitter. It's on Twitter, and it's pinned to the top of his account. He wants everybody to know. Carlos has Twitter? Really? Let's go ahead. Is Ace okay? Well, good for him, though. The username I mean. would be at Carlos. Good for him. Is he verified, though? Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I think he was so going to that old. What, what Carl Lewis was doing was hammering the system. Well, he right? pretty much hammered everybody, I feel well, like. But the athletes this, alike. Doesn't this have a little bit of the feel of what, like, um, maybe it's like Landon Donovan or others had done to U.S. soccer? Mm. You know? Like, the men's soccer was brutal. Didn't even qualify for the World Cup a couple mm. years back. And mm. then it, it got hammered by a lot of the... Alexi Lawless's of the world. Oh, Clint Dempsey. Correctly, right? Yeah. Right? Clint Dempsey was another yeah, one. So yeah, if, so it, that, the Carl Lewis thing has a little bit of a feel like that. Now, sure. I think soccer's a little bit more top of mind, like the U.S. men's national team, because of the success of the women, number one, mm -hmm. and because there's more events. Like, how many events do we really watch the 4 by 100 relay team? I True. mean, I know there's a lot, but how many do every, does everybody pay attention to? Yeah. Well, yeah. once every four years, and in this case, five years. Yeah. But when you have one of your best ever to do it, Carl Lewis obviously was tremendous at not singing the national anthem, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he was good at, at running.
<laughs> and so I wonder if that revamps the system is what I'm getting to. Hopefully. I mean, there's got to be some kind of change, right? There's really no excuse to be that bad at a track and field event if you're the United States. I mean, you got fast athletes. It's it's more about, you know, it's the handoffs, obviously. It's the communications. And that seems to be lacking the past couple of Olympics for the USA team. Yeah. So uh, that's not good. Hey, Marcel Robinson. Welcome aboard. Hello. What's up, man? Fastest 40 time for you, Marcel Robinson. Uh, Don't lie. Fastest 40 time was when I ran that four or five with the Sharks a couple years ago. Is that hand or electronic? You were there. I videoed that. You did. Is that hand or electronic? It was electronic. Seriously? Yeah, they had. Okay. What was no, it? No, 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 no. It was hand. Okay. It was hand. Right. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back to reality. I think about it. I welcome think back about to reality it. now. But myself. if it's on video, does it matter? I mean, can't you, like, uh, can I, mean, I steal that, every frame I'm just saying that, that electronic time can add another two tenths, you know? I'll be honest with you. It, it, it felt, honestly, more like a 4.7, to be honest with you. Yeah. Which is actually the fastest I've legitimately ran is 4.7. Okay. But a 4.7? Four, yeah. 4.7 four, seven at, four, at 30 years old. Still, still top dog. I expected more of you. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't put my all in. To be honest, with you. I mean, still, <laughs> I, I would love to hear your fastest forty time, Brent. I'm still the fastest media member in Jacksonville. Anybody want to line it up? What's up? Let's go. I know we were supposed to do that in you know hamstrings. Yeah, yeah. yours. I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, S- saved you some embarrassment. You're four hey. eight guy at the combine, right? Say what? My four, fastest forty combine is the fastest. Yeah. Oh no, sir! High school, I ran a four six eight. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, once again, hand times. So what does that really mean? But that means you ran a four six eight. In yeah, my opinion. I, I mean, guess so. But but to be honest with you, and you know this, the forty yard dash is probably the most insignificant like measure of of like like what you need on the field is than any of them. I mean, it doesn't yeah. really matter. I mean, I mean it matters, DK, but it's DK like DK Metcalf says what's up though, you know. I mean, but look, I get what you're saying, but if, I mean, yeah. Well, but it's not the cert- it doesn't equate to success. No, no correct. Because John Ross also says what's I mean, up. Yeah, I, how I, is he doing? I played football. Plenty of examples. Of I played that. football with a guy. He was five three, and he ran. I think he ran like a four five three or something like that. But sure. he was terrible on the field because he was short and he couldn't move laterally or anything. Yeah, he was straight straight ahead speed. I mean, I feel like every year from 2000 2010 with the Oakland Raiders could verify for that. <laughs> yeah, good that point. Just that, when he that runs that slant the slant right, picking up where we <laughs> left off yesterday's conversation, though, as like the Jacksonville challenge. Oh yeah. If you want, like, we're just gonna. We, we have cut a promo. Yeah, we, we, I mean, but we can do the four by one hundred relay, and I'm Smoked. confident that we'd win. Smoked. Easy. Yeah, I mean, well, we got to have an honest conversation though. Who's who's running all these legs here of it? I mean, I'm clearly the, anchor. I got the third leg. No, I no, you're know. the yeah, you got to anchor it. No, the bring third, it home. The third leg is the most important. I leg. know, but you, you well, bring third, it home. second, and third, second and third. Yeah, that's where you create the distance. Yeah, it's true. What about the first leg? That seems important. <laughs> The, sec- the second leg of the four by one is probably the most important. I mean, all I know is I was the anchor in high school, and I, I was the fastest guy. I'm just saying. And I we, would and think we, the anchor. State. So the anchor is not the fastest guy in the four by one. Uh, I mean, it depends. I mean, people run in different ways. But when depends I, what our strategy is. When I ran track, we always had our. We fastest don't need guy. a strategy, all right? We'll just throw four <laughs> people out there and beat anybody else in the sports media in Jacksonville. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. I like so it. we need to talk a little <laughs> bit more brash here. Okay. We always had our fastest guy in the second and third leg to create that distance. So. Well, me and Stuart won the uh, the mile relay challenge at TBC. Well, we both ran the mile. I ran first and he ran second. I mean, I put like three minutes of distance between us and the next person. So he's basically. Well, so you're a long distance runner, too. I would say. Because that, that's long distance to me as a no, mile. No, that just shows you the athleticism of yeah, everybody. I just, I just you're going against. the whole thing. I, you sprint the whole thing? By the way, now, Weber, we could put into the mile and 1,500 runs. Yeah, like he could handle that. You, you guys can have all that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm all set with that. I'm more of a sprinter. 
Do you think do you think you're making the cut? Do you do you think you're making the team? <laughs> you think like Olivia takes my spot? Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe. I'm just saying. I mean, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I, don't, I, I actually think I'm probably. I bet I could beat Weber uh, in the 40 yard dash. We're gonna do or that. We're gonna do. It was gonna be the main event. It was gonna be Marcel Robinson versus myself in the 40 yard dash, and then it was gonna be you and Stuart Weber. The co- oh, I thought John Bachman was in on this too. He was. Now, Bachman likes to run. He he'd be more of a long distance guy too. What's with all this past we were, tense? We're still doing this. No, we were gonna do it during the combine. Remember, because that, that was the whole thing, yeah, and yeah. then COVID. Well, and, maybe next you know, year. You know, you, you participated in the Action Sports Shacks Olympics before. Maybe I we have. Just do the Action Sports Shacks Olympics by us. Yeah. I already re- I already tried to get Dressel and Murphy to team up with us on the relay. Okay. I got you swimming the free. Freestyle? Yeah. Yeah. Does what do you it, want to do? It, doggy paddle. Well, that's fine. Freestyle, doggy. you can do anything. Oh, doggy you paddle is do, Doggy paddle. I'm going to take one DQ'd. of those boards and get on it. Can you DQ? Kickboard. Kickboard. Oh, Let's go. I don't think you can have the kickboard. Well, but, you tell me no. I mean, we got to put Dressel in the fly, even yes. though I can do the fly. Yeah. We got to put him in the fly. But yeah. is he part of the, the team news team? Like, has he ever done anything? Like, no, where, I'm where telling you, like, we're, wait, just, I, we're just having fun. Up. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Okay. I want to team up with Murphy and Dressel, <laughs> Austin Lane, and me on an individual medley relay. I pay for it. Okay, I pay to see it. I mean, I feel like you. I might shave my legs or so. Recreationally, okay. Because I mean, I, I have I'm this shaving thing with my, my chest. Well, I don't get my hair. I don't get my hair with the chlorine and everything. Oh, like, you are, you are I'm just saying, man. I mean, like, you're heck? asking a lot of me right what now. Because then I gotta. Because what? It's gonna dry my hair out. Just man. think, you and Dressel with tattoos, man. That's cool. I Do mean, you see anybody with dreads in Olympic swimming? Anybody? And go. Okay. Do you name see, me uh, one country that has a dreaded a dreaded swimmer? You see and a go. Four, four, 40 year old, forty four year old, five foot ten, two hundred pound guy swimming. I mean, no, what plenty of them it? can. Fair point. Fair point. This sounds like some good Twitch content. <laughs> <laughs> that or TikTok. I think that'd be actually fun. Be like a yeah. career moment. To so we could team up with Dressel and Murphy. See, and but this I is am. this is right along the same lines of the, the whole relay. when I interviewed Paul Rodriguez and like you wanted me to, to skateboard in front of him. Not gonna do it. There's no way. I don't want to embarrass myself. Listen, dude, you gotta have no shame sometimes. Oh, I have sh- I, I have I have pride. It's not called shame. It's called pride. If we do if we do the if it's a fifty meter free, I'll step in for you and I'll swim versus Dressel and, and the Murphy. Oh, I'm gonna it's be honest. Versus, we're in it with them. No, I want to. Yeah, swim, but okay? we still have to do our part. But I want to be able yeah, to say like I swim against drown. them. Though I'm be honest though, in the 50, Marceau, I'll take it from here. <laughs> with my lower body strength and, and my ability to dive, like okay, the, the diving part's not good, but I feel like I can push off and like clear halfway to the pool, and then I just gotta swim the other half, and we're good to go. Look, I just want to be on frame when they beat me. That's all. That's why I said 50. <laughs> okay, I just want to be in the frame when they beat me. <laughs> I, think that's I mean, I, I do probably happen anyway, but okay. I need a little more enthusiasm about trying to get. Well, it I mean, can if we do like, go a... with like t- I mean, seven-time gold medalist Dressel, uh, two, three, three-time gold medalist, and, and we plus swam a together with Murphy, and we could be on the same relay team as them. I kind of like that but, idea. I mean, do you think that when I'm sitting on my porch with my grandchildren, yes. I'm be like, hey, you know what your grandpa yes. did that one time? I would. Yes. Hey, guess, I would. guess I what I did? I would. I went swimming with Caleb Dressel, and they're going to be like, who's that? I'm like, well, this, he was a swimmer, and he won a lot of gold medals. Say, who's that? And they're like, swimmers? I'm like, yeah. Like, what about your football career? Well, yeah, but this is this is Brent's idea, and it was a really cool you thing. You say my mean. football career, you had three sacks. I mean, that's what you're going to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I, I'd break about that a little more. Hey, if I'm involved in this relay, though, I got to swim first. Because I don't want to be the, the weak link. So. Well, you can. It starts with the backstroke. Murphy starting. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going in the breaststroke, even though it's not my favorite. So then, am I closing it out? Yeah. There's you, no. Yeah. You're kicking it, man. <laughs> no, no. Just think, We're Dress all good. Will you, Dress will get you a big lead, man. We're like all I good. Like I said, second and third We're leg. All good. I'm not going to have that responsibility. <laughs> nope.
Who are we racing in this situation, we're by so the way? We're racing anybody. Ourselves. Oh, we're just doing... We're just putting uh, on we're, a Speedo we're, we're racing, and jumping in the pool. Well, no pressure. We're racing the comments on social media. Oh, no pressure. And those I'm are there. the worst people. I thought, the I thought we were The hardest part about this is going to be wearing the Speedo. I'm comfortable. I mean, if, if I'm trying to get in the body issue one day, I better be comfortable <laughs> true, in a Speedo. Be so See? This, this is more I'm training for that. I'm with that part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. It's not ideal, but whatever. Yeah, I wonder if they make a bathing cap for dreads. Yeah. No, there was there was a story in the Olympics was where the, it got outlawed because a lady did have uh, dreads told and she, she couldn't yeah them. she couldn't wear it. So what happened? She to her? She, cut the her or, or she couldn't wear the, she couldn't wear the no. She so she it. had a bathing cap for yeah. her dreads and she couldn't wear and it. She couldn't wear it. Really? They said it was whatever against regulation. Some Olympics shutting fun down. Yeah, I gotta look that story up. How about that? That's funny that we're on. Yeah. So they made her take it off and wear the dreads. I don't remember what happened. Or cut them. I don't know what happened. She might have that. She might she might have cut them. Wow. Um, all right, from swimming to high school football. Uh, Marcel Robinson was over there today. How did it go? Uh, it was good. It was good to be back. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we did. A lot did. of familiar faces. Yeah, a lot of familiar faces. A lot of new faces, too. Um, it was good. All, I mean, all the kids, it was funny because they were all kind of, uh, I mean, it's just like everything else, sort of getting back to doing things that they didn't get a chance to do last year. True. All of them really appreciative of it. And um, my, my favorite part of the whole thing is just watching the kids kind of like do the smack talk. And like uh, you know, talk to the schools. They want to play their rivals. I mean, all these kids they know each other. Yeah. Um, probably best moment I had today was as I was interviewing Ed White, asking them about who they were looking forward to playing. Uh, they were talking about Baldwin, who was sitting like right behind them. Um, and there was there was a little bit of nice going back and forth between us two about that. But uh, but no, I love it, man. It's, it's it's fun for me. It's kind of like the official like, hey, we're about to get this thing started. You'll see the smile on the kids' faces coming up there showing off and whatnot and having a little bit of fun. Yeah, you know, you bring something up that's really interesting. You probably, Iola Scandinavia, I don't know mm-hmm. who your rival was, right, or or anybody else. You probably knew a couple of kids on the oh, of other course. teams, right? Of course. Uh, we I, Where I'm from, we had one high school, like in my, it was like three different towns mm-hmm. kind of together for one high school. And so we all, like we knew each other when we went to middle school, but not, in high school we were all together. Right, right. So we weren't playing against each other. Now we might know a kid here or there, but there wasn't that travel stuff mm-hmm. that we were playing. So the reason we would know another kid most likely was either they moved over to that other school, or we had just played them enough times right. over the years that mm-hmm. we would know who they are, and, yeah. and maybe that one chance. So there wasn't a lot of that. I think my favorite part of like the baseball softball season for Kaylee and Ty were that they knew so many kids on all the different teams from like travel ball and growing up together, and the zoning is uh, is so close together you can live two miles down the road and be going to a different school mm-hmm. around here mm-hmm. and so i to your point on that it is kind of cool watching all the kids interact you know from the recruiting trips to the seven on seven stuff to the just seeing each other on tv right you know in, in high school football uh there is that element that is really neat i mean everybody probably knew somebody on another team oh, but yeah. not all the teams now you know so many people that you're playing against and it's just common it's, it's like you know there a lot of uh Get off my lawn, people will say, hey, the kids don't go play outside anymore, and they don't play in the yard, they don't play against each other. Well, essentially, that's what team sports is around here now True. because you are playing against all your buddies mm-hmm. that you grew up with. They're just playing for a different school, right. <laughs> you know? So uh, I like that element of it uh, a lot. We always um, – first of all, two things. How would you grade uh, – see, we have the kids do uh, – you're watching the Friday Night Blitz, you know, mm-hmm. or so-and-so school. How would you grade their efforts? Uh, as a whole, collectively? Yes. Uh, not the best year. Not the best last year. year was really good. Yeah, last time we did, they were or very two good. Two years ago, now. two years ago was really good. Uh, this one, they were all right. I mean, there, there was some, 
there were some there were some good ones. There were also some that were kind of flat. Yeah. You know, a lot a lot of the guys they were like you know high school kids try to do that whole you know I'm cool you know I'm too swaggy to really be on camera yeah. stuff. You either get you either get that's what you get the spectrum right you get like the super personality not afraid to do anything. Yeah. Right. Where you get I'm too cool for school kids. Yeah yeah yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. No, no it's not fine. I usually come I mean, back there. But not for a camera. No no no, no, no. not for a camera. I usually tell straight up. I say look I say look I'm gonna give you guys one more chance to do this and say I'm gonna be completely honest with you. We walk away with that. Probably never gonna see it on TV. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Like that's, see it. that's not good. Gonna lie. That's a threat Get, that's received. Give them the choice. I said I, know? I said I only played the ones I remember. If I don't remember you, cards are on the table. Take it probably one. Uh, I right. like that more. Uh, so Jumbo Shrimp still scheduled to go. So we got about a half hour to go here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six ninety. We'll be right back. Back action sports jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Marcel Robinson, Casey. We got a full house in here today. Probably mm-hmm. only about 15 more minutes. We got the Jackson Jumbo Shrimp playing a doubleheader. The rain is looks like it's staying away, so it looks like we're still on schedule. You can listen to the Jumbo Shrimp right here on ESPN 690. Hey, uh, Jags back at it tomorrow and Saturday. Open if you're registered on Jaguars.com. The practices are open in the morning. And then Sunday, it's the scrimmage inside the stadium at TIAA Bank, and that is open as well. you got to register. Last time to really see a free event uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it's the first time you get to see Trevor Lawrence throw a football inside the stadium. I think that's the cool part uh, amongst other things, of course. Uh, So get on out to the stadium. We will see you out there. It's going to feel like game day on uh, Sunday morning here in Jacksonville. And uh, to talk a little bit more about it right now, let's bring in Senior Vice President of Sales and Service and Chief Content Officer Chad Johnson from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wanted to have Chad on, just talk a little bit more about the scrimmage and what's happening on Sunday. Chad, hope you're doing well, man, and Sunday should be a fun one. You know what? We saw the guys in pads uh, you know, earlier in the week, so that, that brings a whole new level of excitement. And you, know, you talked about the open practices we have. What was awesome to see is that the five that we had at our, at our practice facility all sold out. You know, you've been there. You've seen the crowds and the capacity. So the only chance you have left to see your Jaguars for free will be this Sunday. And when you're in the stadium, there's just a different feel, right? Those huge scoreboards are on. There's some of the game enhancements that are happening. Concession stands are open. And it's just a completely different environment being inside TIAA Bank Field. Yeah, it's going to be broadcast on Jaguars.com. It's also going to be broadcast on Fox 30 uh, live for an hour from 930 to 1030. So uh, you'll get to see that. That first time we're ever doing that. Uh, So that's pretty cool. The Jags have done that. But let's be honest. There are some things that, well, even the team doesn't want out on live TV and everywhere else. So if you want to see everything that's going on there, son, at the scrimmage, you got to be at the scrimmage. And again, you got to register at uh, Jaguars.com. I saw some new things in the stadium as well. Obviously, new grass put down this week, uh, all the sod out there. So the grounds crew are doing their thing. And the stadium has a few updates, including the pride of the Jaguars chat. Yeah, you'll, you'll see a, a lot of fan-facing things when you walk in. Everything from the gates and the entry points, and we've added a bunch of entry points to make the ingress process more smooth. You're going to see some really significant food and beverage enhancements throughout the stadium. We did update the pride of the Jaguars and, and are just waiting to install the uh, channel-cut letters of those fantastic folks that are up there. And so there's a lot that we've spent in this off season. 
because a lot of our fans took a break, right, with COVID and last year. There's a lot of people that maybe haven't stepped into the field for 18, 19 months. And it was real important for us that when they do, they're going to see a noticeable difference in this stadium. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun on Sunday morning. And then, of course, next Saturday in the preseason game. But that's another uh, thing to mention. There are only three preseason games, one home game. And so this kind of will act as uh, almost feel a little bit bigger on Sunday at the scrimmage because there's only two opportunities to see the Jags at home prior to the regular season starting. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of families tell me that they're excited to bring their kids this Sunday. We know a lot of kids are going back to school the following week, but that this is really their jump into the season's really starting now because I get to come to the stadium and watch football. And, and you're right, a lot of the team stuff that, that we won't necessarily be able to air uh, with our partners at Action News and Fox 30 will we'll only be able to be seen here in the stadium. So that's, uh, that's just another compliment or another reason why you'll want to be out here live. Chad Johnson with us from the Jaguars. Uh, how is the buzz internally in your building? We're seeing it on the field. There's a lot to be excited about. We've never seen a guy throw the football like this as number 16 is. A lot of young players, Urban Meyer, the excitement. How do, is that internal as well? And is that uh, translating to uh, what we could see some pretty good crowds here this fall? Yeah, the buzz is definitely real. I mean, I, watch, I walk around and watch the smiles on our staff's face. I think our, our social and digital production team have done a great job capturing some awesome content from practice and sharing it with our fans. But what I'm experiencing for the first time in my 10 years here is that our staff is sitting at their desk watching those plays, talking about it in the middle of the day because they're just so engaged too. So the buzz outside the building is definitely real. You feel it. I feel it. But the buzz inside is equally uh, as exciting for everybody. Chad, as far as like, you know, the video stuff that's going to be, you know, taking part here Sunday, are they going to kind of do like a dry run here before the preseason game? Or is the preseason game their chance to kind of showcase, you know, all the video packages, all the sound and stuff like that? So we are, we are doing a dry run for the scrimmage. Um, Brian Sexton and Bucky Brooks, who will be uh, working with Brent to do some of the um, programming around that too. So A, it gives them a chance to, to really start to work on their craft a bit. Um, the preseason game will be another level of that right now. But these are kind of new things, as Brent mentioned, that we're investing in. We've invested in a lot of people to help add to our content and our ability to share and communicate with our fans. We've invested in doing this production, right? Those things don't just happen and they aren't free. You know, we're paying to be able to bring this great content to our fans and give our, our folks a chance to really practice and get ready for the season. I almost slid over a question over to Austin just to ask, is Brent like the best sideline reporter ever or something in the preseason? I thought that's where you were going with Austin. <laughs> yeah, no, man, I didn't, I didn't know where you are going. You slammed me a piece of paper. I don't know what was happening. But yeah. <laughs> Chad Johnson with us. Hey, Chad, one last thing. You guys announced today uh, a prowl pass. What is that all about, and has it been received nicely so far today? Uh, so this is something new. We've been hearing from a lot of fans, and in many cases, a younger demographic. Uh, in many cases, they're looking for just the lowest entry price point. That's, that's really the driver. I just want to come to games live. I'm at that stage in my life that I can start to do it, but I really need to be affordable. I don't really need much else with it. And so the Prowl Pass is exactly that. For, it's $225 for every Jaguars home game. Where it's a little different is you won't know your seat location until 48 hours before the game. Hmm. So these are folks that are flexible with where they're going to sit. Maybe they're spending time in the Bud Light party zone or on the north end zone deck, so they're not necessarily as concerned at the location. But they just want to be here with their friends 
and do so in an affordable way. So we launched that today. We've seen a significant pickup in the first day of sales because we had an audience waiting there for that, right? They were waiting for this, and once we launched it, they were ready to transact. But what's also neat about it is you can then invite friends. There's a social media aspect to it, so you can use it as a way to kind of bring the groups together. Um, so we are excited to get that out before the season, and I'm sure the momentum will continue with it. Man, I tell you what, you guys, your brainstorming meetings are, are must be long and, and strong because uh, that's a good idea, a heck of an idea, meeting a different demographic and, and a different audience. 25 bucks a game. I mean, that's pretty darn good. So good stuff there. Uh, Jaguars.com, the place to go to register for the scrimmage coming up Sunday morning. Can't wait to be out there. Can't wait to see the stadium. I'm sure Urban Meyer uh, will be ready to roll as well. Anything else the fans need to know other than register at Jaguars.com. Once you register, you'll get a no before you go email. So that similar things to the stadium, prohibited items, all of that type of stuff. Our gates do open at nine o'clock. So unlike the practices now where we're limited capacity, if fans do show up without a ticket on Sunday, we'll be able to accommodate them. But knowing that the gates open at nine and the practice starts at nine forty-five, I try to get here early so you can get in a great seat. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a heck of a day. Chad, thanks for all the info, man. We'll see you on Sunday. Appreciate it. Sounds good. See you on the sidelines. All right, Chad Johnson uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pretty Listen, they try and try and listen and listen and keep advancing and advancing. Uh, Matthew right on Twitter right now says, uh, after hearing it, we've made some more entry points. Uh, he quotes Chad saying that. I mean, that's obviously something the fans want and, and like. And um, 25 bucks a game on this package. How about yeah, that? Good I stuff. Mean, I'm thinking about getting it. I mean, seriously, 25 bucks. I'm serious. To yeah. go to an NFL game? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty darn. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Austin's thinking about it too because he might not get a credential. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I mean it's all good. I just re-up my NFL Red Zone subscription, so I might be doing that then. It's all good though. Uh, yeah. What are you gonna do? I know I'm not getting a credential, so I need hey. a ticket. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, Casey. I don't think it's gonna happen this year for you, man. Yeah, it's a little tight. We'll see. Yeah, it's because it's all it's all those national media members you gotta take care of first. I get it. I get it. I, I get it when the NFL Jags. Network's coming through and, you know, <laughs> little old Austin Lane can't get a credential. It's, it's good, though. I'm not mad hey, at it. Hey, we got first and 10 training camp coming up tonight, 11 15 on CBS 47, Fox 30. We still do a show, so we'll have some Jags leftovers that we haven't got to yet. Uh, a lot of high school stuff tonight, Florida Gators Media Day as well. That's on CBS 47, Fox 30. Uh, I'm not mad at it, though. I'm not mad at it. You don't seem mad. No, I mean, you, I'm, I'm going to go on Yelp and maybe write something, but I'm not mad at <laughs> oh, the situation. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter, it strongly worded. I mean, I'm not upset about it. Hey, it's not, first you know. team play for the Jags in their scrimmage, or maybe even the preseason. Yeah. Or maybe in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Just a go route. Play action backside, pose a DJ chart. Yeah. That's what I, want. I think Tim Tebow under center. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he takes a knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up? No? I'm not mad, though, so it's fine. I don't know. Like, you guys keep asking me. I'm not mad. It's fine. You seem fine. It's good. Uh, he's not disappointed. Hey, uh, Casey, what happens if, like, between now and five ten, it starts to rain? Should we come back? If you guys want to come back, yes. <laughs> what happens if, uh, if I'm in my car, my phone's on silent? Uh, then we hit the button that goes to ESPN Network. I got that. We'll call you. We'll call you. I got the phone here. We'll do, like, a phone. Yeah, phone's going to be on silent. We'll be back at practice tomorrow. We'll have it for you at 3 o'clock tomorrow, 3 to 6 as scheduled <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We hand off to the Shrimp Doubleheader tonight. Get on out to the ballpark if you can as well, especially if the rain holds off. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening on ESPN 690. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.